You're listening to The Collaborative Couch with Lori Maynard and Shannon Tibbetts, members of the Creative Compass Collaborative, where we intend to bring joy forward. Hi, I'm Shannon, and welcome to our next episode of The Collaborative Couch. Uh, Lori Maynard, my co-host and co-collaborator is with me today. And we have the fabulous Jason Stevenson from Thrive Training, who has been uh, doing a whole bunch of one-on-one coaching. He's a personal trainer, amongst uh, other things, like fabulous chef, as I like to call him. Um, And so we wanted to kind of just take a minute today and talk about uh, core strength, how to have a, a, um, a solid core, solid foundation. And we're going to talk about that from all different sides of mind, body, and spirit. So first off, Jason, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do and why you're so awesome. Wow, that's a great introduction. Thank you, Shannon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that's, my name is Jason. I'm a personal trainer by trait and by heart. Uh, it's a family business, essentially. Uh, it's something that I learned to do at a very young age and something I've had a great passion for because it's allowed me to help people. Um, so I help people all the time, every day. And whether it's just getting started on a fitness routine or continuing on your current fitness goals, my job is to help people get further from wherever they are today to wherever they want to be. And I love it. I'm really super grateful that I get to spend my entire life doing what makes me feel really good and helps make people feel better about themselves. Um, yeah, it's great. And it, it's a beautiful piece of, uh, collaboration, which is amazing given what we get to be able to do together, because for me, fitness isn't just one thing. It's like you just said, we're going to talk about core today, but core relates to the entire body for a long time. People just pictured their core as their little six pack section of their body. You know, we all picture that abs that they have on those Abercrombie models. Um, it's not, it's really connected to your entire system. And what we found is you can't engage in just one particular muscle system. They all have to work together. So very similar to what our lives are. We can't just focus on one particular area. You have to focus on everything. Absolutely. And I love that. So actually a perfect segue for, for continuing the conversation because that's the three of us kind of came together uh, in a similar fashion as we all work together towards common goals um, to, you know, bring a little bit of joy into everyone's life in a different capacity and having had uh, you as a personal trainer and been in your group classes and in your one-on-one classes I can I can say I actually enjoy going to the gym um, and working out with you you do bring that joy forward and so let's talk a little bit about that and that we'll start with the um, the mindset aspect of going into how do we um, and I'm going to have asked Lori to do this too. Um, how do we get our mind in the right place to start to actually get our core and our foundation set? Yeah. Um, I have to say as a, also a customer of yours, Jason, uh, that mindset for me is quite difficult because I'm a complainer at the gym. And so, uh, I like your positive attitude. So I think, um, having that to look forward to kind of motivates to have you know, like-minded people in the gym who are supportive, uh, also good. And I like that you listen to me. You let me crab about things and then uh, you move it to something new. And there's something about complaining and moving your body at the same time that's cathartic. It just releases. Um, So as much as uh, I'm kind of doing the opposite of the bring joy forward, it comes through anyway when you allow it to just 
process because your mind can get in the way, right, of the physical. Um, but if you give it space to breathe and talk to you and you listen to it, it does release and then you can get on with your day or your workout. Yeah, I would wholeheartedly agree. Um, <laughs> it, it's always amazing to me because that's a piece that you don't think about. You know, so it's an interesting question, Shannon, the, the concept of the mindset to go into the gym. It's a, it's a very uh, vulnerable thing to do that, to say, I am not completely happy with what's going on in my life, or I'm not happy with my body, or I'm not happy with my fitness, or there are things that I want to change. And to acknowledge that for yourself and then acknowledge that to somebody else is huge. That's just a huge initial step in all of that. But then to follow that process through and not have to put on a face or to have to create a persona to better yourself and to achieve those results, whether it's just moving for a particular day or it's um, getting stronger in a particular area, the, the process is definitely mental as well as physical. I've always described it as like trying to not punch somebody through a square hole with a round peg, you know, because if you come in and you're carrying stress or you're carrying frustrations or you're carrying things in your head, in your mind, uh, you're carrying it in your body and you need to let go of that. You need to release that. You need to be able to laugh a little bit. Um, you need to be able to vent a little bit, say whatever you want to. And my motto has always been that if you come in and you're doing the movements, you can say whatever you want to because you have already <laughs> chosen to be here. So we're half already done, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. It's a, it's an authentic expression. Um, and, and yeah. I like the fact, cause I, uh, I yell quite frequently <laughs> at, at, at you sometimes very, very specifically um, for, for challenging because that's what we're doing in there, right? We're challenging our body. Um, and our mind and our spirit and the spirit starts before we show up, you know, because we have to get into that space where we're allowing ourselves to, to actually get in and, and go there. And I like that. Um, like when I say that we're, we're bringing joy forward in that space. Uh, I want to be clear too. That's not always a, a happy, you know, thing on the appearance, <laughs> right? Because we may be working really hard. It might be a strain and we might be you know, angry at ourselves because we, we, last week we did this and this week we can't, you know, do that. But that involves now tapping into that spirit that says, okay, let's have a little bit of gratitude for where we are and a little bit of authenticity for what's going on in our space, um, in our mindset. And the, the biggest part of all of this and the one big connection to it all is the heart, which is we're in a safe space to be able to do that. And that, um, for me, going in originally to the gym for those workouts, I had been a really long time. I was not in a good headspace. And so for me to go in there and know that this was a space where I could do the things I needed to do in a safe space, um, emotionally, as well as, you know, the obviously, um, you know, safe space, but to be there and to have that support from the standpoint of let's do this in a way that's enjoyable, right? And I think that's um, one of the biggest things for me that you brought into that equation was I may be working out and I've, you know, worked with other trainers and I've been in other gyms and all of that. And you get that experience where, you know, people are supportive and they're working you through and they're doing that. And it's, 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 it's a, it's a difficult position in some uh, cases to be in because you're ha having to motivate that person through. Um, but it's a joyful experience. You love what you do. And that comes across um, in, 
in the doing. And so let's take that back a little bit further. You mentioned that this is a family thing, that you've done this all your life, and you're doing this because you love it. It's not just about the physical side of it. It's, the, it's coming from the heart, and it involves more than just lifting up a weight. So kind of take us through that a little bit. Oh, yeah. um, well, I'll try and break that down then. The, the, the family thing, my grandfathers were phys ed teachers and guidance counselors and coaches. My dad's been a professor, professional phys ed teacher his entire life. He's now, now uh, still an adjunct professor of phys ed. Uh, my mom was a personal trainer, owned her own personal training studio. Uh, we were always active and I was always around that kind of mindset. I was actually just talking to my mom the other day about that. I still have vivid memories of her kicking my brother and I out of the house because we'd been outside because we grew up outside. You know, we just played all the time and it was raining one day and we went into the house and said, mom, it's raining. And she threw our raincoats at us and said, fine, go back outside, <laughs> take your raincoat. So for me, movement and staying healthy and fit and staying active has always been a part of my life. And it's something that I was very fortunate to be able to find a career path in because it's something that I can then be passionate about and share with other people and be able to disclose that and be able to share that experience with people because it doesn't have to be that, uh, that mentality of I have to get dressed up and I have to look the right way and I have to be in shape to get to the gym or there are people are going to judge me there. Um, it's actually the unique part about the whole zoom thing because I've tried to create that kind of atmosphere at the gym space that I train at when we're at the studio. And that's that, uh, authentic be yourself. You know, we always say you can come in wearing whatever you want to, as long as you're dressed and you have some kind of athletic, comfortable clothing on, um, but be authentic, be yourself and come in and do the best you can that day. And now I'm training people that have the complete capacity to be authentic and be comfortable. Like we're training barefoot and people are training in whatever clothing they feel like. And we're training in their living room and the dog comes in and the kids come through. And <laughs> it reminds me of when I first started training, cause I was doing a lot of in-home trainings at the time because we were located in a high end area of uh, Philadelphia main line. Um, and to go into somebody's home is very similar to doing the zoom stuff because you'd have the kids come down in the morning and they'd be, you know, sleepy eyed and get ready for school and they'd sit on the couch and watch me train mom. And you're, you're dealing with people's real life, but that's what we do as helper healers. You know, we're dealing with people's real lives and we're just trying to help them get further. You know, I always tell people that as long as you give me a hundred percent of where you are today, you're going to have a great workout. It might be a terrible day, like your scale. It might be like 10% of who you really are. You barely made it in the door because I've had people do that. I literally trained people like they'll come in and they'll say, you know, I'm, I'm exhausted and this happened and my kids and work and whatever stresses are there. <laughs> or I had a late night or I didn't eat anything all day yesterday, you know, whatever it is. And we're still going to get you a great workout. I've literally trained people on a mat on the floor the entire workout just because that was the best that they could do that day. Like they literally start the conversation by saying, you're lucky I'm here, <laughs> which <laughs> I am for you. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the truth. I am very lucky. I am super <clears throat> grateful after every session. I thank my people because I'm super grateful that, I, that they are spending time with me. You, you carve time out of your life on a regular basis to spend time with family and friends and do what's important to you. 
and here you are spending an hour of it with me. So mm -hmm. I, I can't do anything less than give you the opportunity to be the best you can be and be as authentic as you can be in that. And that's beautiful. Sure. And that's all coming from that, you know, from that heart space. Um, yep. And, and when I, um, they're not just coming in for that workout. They're mm -hmm. coming in for, you know, the, the recipe that you maybe made and brought in and shared. <laughs> they're coming in for, you know, tips and techniques on how to get more protein into their daily uh, regimen and how to uh, work with what works for them. And so let's talk about that for a minute. And and touch on the, if you can come in and do all the work that you're going to do on your body and work on your core and your foundation on your body. But if you don't start before you show up to the gym, then you know, you're working at a deficit. So you have to kind of prepare that body for what's coming and what, and you know, what you're going to be doing to it. Um, you do that on an individual basis with people. So talk about that for a little bit. Well, it's, it's the same thing as where are you? You know, I always start my workouts with a little short conversation with each person, even when we're in the group settings, because I need to know where your head is. I need to know what's going on in your world. And I can get that. It's harder through the Zoom, but it's, um, it's still the same approach. It's still the same fact-finding mission. It's not just, did you wear your shoes? Are you dressed? Are you on time? You know, it's how'd you sleep last night? You know, what did you eat yesterday? How's it going? How was this last week? How'd you do? And in a few short sentences, I'm going to know exactly where your head is because I try really hard to pay attention to people and pay attention to their body language and their subtle nuances in their voice. Because um, I've taken many people aside and sat them down or taken them outside for a walk or put them on a mat and laid them down and had them focus on their core for about 10, 15 minutes and get them to breathe and get them to relax and get them to calm down and we'll get it out. And then invariably somebody starts crying or somebody starts talking about what happened yesterday with fight with their kid, you know, or they start divulging stuff that they aren't paying their therapist to talk about. So then I, I help them let it go. And then I talk to them about how it relates to their fitness, but mostly my job is to help them focus on themselves and their body. So that's one of the things that I love about what we have started working on here, because when I approach somebody and my job is to help them get them further with their physical world, you know, wherever they are right now, I know my limits, you know, I know my strengths in that. And I can definitely help you feel better about yourself today. But I also love being able to say, Hey, listen, it sounds like you really need somebody to talk to, you know, or, Hey, listen, I, I think this is a great idea that you go see somebody cause your back's really bothering you. You should go see this chiropractor or you should go see somebody that would be great to talk to cause I'm not a professional therapist. You know, there's, there's a connection in all that we do. And that's one of the things that's greatest about our network and our community here that when we can't do everything ourselves, you need to reach out to other people. I'm grateful that people reach out to me for what they do, but uh, my job is also to help push you towards people that can help you more. Absolutely. Can we talk about uh, patterns a little bit? Because when you talk about wellness and health and your every day and you're, you're checking in on that, which is what I love too. Um, we all have physical patterns just based on our emotions or our job. You know, I, I sit a lot for my job. I was an ex-gymnast, so I went from 12 years of high activity to the sedentary world. So like my physical patterns inside, we've been working on this with my core. It wasn't engaging uh, the way it should. So I was having aches and pains. And 
strange places. Um, and it also mimics our lifestyle. So I just wanted to talk about patterns and how to build a, a stronger core that might spill over into mental health or uh, you know, physical nutritional health or energy and intuitive stuff. So yeah, that makes sense? Well, yeah, you're talking about the mind-body connection yes. more than yes. anything else right there. Um, because there's two pieces to that. The, the patterns are how I structure stuff for each person on an individual basis. Mm -hmm. We're all doing push-ups, pull-ups, squats, and sit-ups. You know, the same functional movements that our bodies have are the same movements. But each individual person on a one-on-one -on -one training program is going to get the patterns that work best for them because of their health history, because of their physical history, and because of their goals. So for me, designing a program or working on a program regularly with somebody is about combining all of that understanding and knowing that your strength is inherent from what you have done in the past, but you need to be able to connect better to that um, and reconnect that. So I'm teaching you to reconnect as opposed to new connections. Um, so your, your movements are things that are more complicated and more balance oriented and more strength based than I would do with somebody that hadn't had the gymnastics background because I know you have it in you. I know it's there. We just have to take it carefully and deliberately in order to get you there now. Um, but that's the mind body piece because I need to make sure that your head is in that space and ready to approach that that day. Cause I, that's why I have that conversation. Some days I'm like, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing. I've, I've never been the trainer that, pushes that cookie cutter program right through, you know, you're, if you're doing one-on-ones with me, then we're going to amalgamate that workout all day long, the whole workout we're going to amalgamate and we're going to process based on what you need that day and where you are. Like I could have the most amazing workout, like the world's perfect workout designed and it's a core workout and it's hard workout and it's going to engage you and it's going to make you work. And you're exhausted and you had seven glasses, not you, Lori, but somebody had seven glasses of wine <laughs> last night and that's yeah. not going to be a great workout for you today. It's going to be awful. You're not going to enjoy it. You know, it's, right. it's the same thing. Like when, when Shannon was coming in, if we were doing a group thing, I knew that I had to keep her engaged in a way that was a little different than other people, you know? And I know all the people that I train in my group that I can just say, go do this. And some people that's all they want. And they just want focus and they want deliberate and I'll check in and make sure that what they're doing is connecting. But some people need a little bit more engagement. Some people need a little bit more challenge. You know, some people are looking for something specific that day and you have to pay attention to that, but we all do. You know, I think that's a piece that is the real mind body connection because I've been trying to encourage people since this whole thing started to reset, pay attention to your body and move. It might just be some stretching today. It might be a run that you've never done before. It might be just a workout that you do with a buddy in the house or you do a workout online, but you need to listen to your body. If it's saying lay down on the couch and watch Netflix, then do that because <laughs> you need that too. But most people are um, so fixated on the, I go, 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 you know, I go do this and I, it might not be the most beneficial thing for you. You have to really tune into that mind-body connection. Pay attention. But that's slowing down too. For a lot mm -hmm. of people, that's the best thing about all of this going on because that means taking a step back from the I have to do things 
mentality. And I have to get up and go do this. And I have to stay busy. No, you can just sit still for a little while. It won't kill you. Let's talk about that for a minute. The, the have to versus the want, because I, uh, I'm saying that's kind of the biggest uh, shift that's happening is people struggling with, they don't even know what they want and then uh, sometimes don't know what they need. So how do you, as a, as a coach, you know, personal trainer, how do you take them from I'm running and running and running and doing all these things and, and they're used to some sort of a routine or maybe they don't have anything and they're looking to get into this now and say, all right, now I've got time. I can do this for my living room. Let's see what this is all about. How do you take them through that process that gives them, you know, a base, a, a little bit of that core, that foundation, um, but then also leaves that opportunity to grow and allow them to do what they need to do. Cause I know there's a balance between, okay, oh, this yeah. is a structure that you need to have, but then also you need to kind of intuitively listen to your body, which is that spirit aspect. You know, a lot of people are um, not quite sure what's going on, but they know they need to lay it, lay on the couch. Now, if you're laying on the couch watching Netflix and binge watching Ozark, like some of us um, frequently, you know, just, you, you can't do that all the time. You're going to find those breaks. So how do you help them find that core, that little bit, and then also to, you know, incorporate something intuitively into that? Uh, it's great question, actually. Um, Cause it's an ongoing process. That's a, uh, whether we're in the studio in past life or we're currently dealing with quarantines, it's still experimenting. It's still trying different things. It's still trying to continue to find balance in your activity. So we always talk about it. I went my one-on-ones. I, I asked them, what'd you do this week? You know, what worked, what didn't work? Have you tried an online yoga class? Have you tried a Zoom class with somebody? Have you gone for a run or have you gone for a walk? Or, you know, did you do the strength training routine that we worked up together and now you have so you can follow at home? You know, it's it's a process of, of kind of the Bruce Lee quote about the eliminating that which is not necessary. It's go try some stuff and figure out, did my body feel good? Did I feel good afterwards? And then decide is that repeatable maintainable because for me that's the big pieces of the puzzle anybody can go out and run like five miles today and you might be exhausted you might be sore i might walk right tomorrow but is that going to be a continuous habit for you is that something that you can keep doing because that's the question um can you repeat that is that part is that going to stay as part of your life then that's a good piece of your life you know um intermittently, we should do some intensity level workouts. We should do some strength training that's hard, but you should also do some stretching. You should also do some walks. You should go for a little run, get your heart rate up, get your blood pressure pumping, but you should also take a nice casual walk and enjoy the budding of all the trees and the flowers around you, you know, be present. So it's a process of conversation between myself and my clients, whether you're just getting started because then we say, okay, what have you tried? What haven't you tried? What have you always wanted to try but haven't? Well, then go try that. And then we'll talk about it next week. Did you like it? <laughs> How was that yoga instructor? You know, um, And then did you like the way you felt afterwards? And then ultimately, is that repeatable and maintainable? Can you keep doing that? Is that something that fits in your schedule? Is it realistic that you can get up five minutes earlier every day and stretch a little bit? Most people find that they can make those small habit changes 
and keep them, then they're going to work for the long term. And it's like we talk about with um, mind-body connection in your, your therapy stuff. If you can take five minutes to meditate every day, you're going to have a much happier lifestyle and be more content and at peace. But most people think about meditation and, oh, I don't have half an hour. I don't, have, I don't know where to do that. I don't know how to do that. Well, you can just sit quietly and look out your window for five minutes a day. That's meditating, actually. <laughs> so is it, is it something that's good for you? And is it repeatable, maintainable? Does it fit your current lifestyle? Does it work with your long-term goals? Those are pretty much the parameters. Let's talk about, talk about what your um, have-tos are, you know, because you, you have a, a pretty a strict routine that you do, but you also take breaks and go on trips and, you know, do these kind of oh, yeah. things. So as you're doing that, what are the dailies? that you never stop doing? I have to eat donuts. Um, I have to, no. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect, it's absolutely perfect. Um, the, <laughs> I've actually been craving donuts for weeks. I haven't <laughs> had one. I keep watching the videos online of amazing donuts being baked. And <laughs> it's, it's just been one of those like in the back mm -hmm. of my head right now. Mm -hmm. This might be a weekend for donut. I haven't decided. <laughs> But I'm a quality. I love, that, over though. I love huh? that. I love that though, because that's so important. Like th this isn't about giving up everything that you, <laughs> could possibly, you know, have a negative effect on your body. I mean, donuts are not a nutritious <laughs> source of anything, <Nope>. but <laughs> they, they fuel your spirit. Donuts are your thing. They, they you know, they make you happy for that little bit. Yes. You're not going to eat a, you know, bucket load every day, all day. It's mm -hmm. that balance. <laughs> no. Quali I'm a quality over quantity guy. Yeah. So, okay. Um, go, so go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I digress. Right. <laughs> um, my have tos, uh, I have to move. That's a definite. Um, if, even if it is just five minutes of yoga, um, I don't have a daily routine in my fitness. I have a weekly routine in my fitness. So each week I have to do something that makes me not want to do it as far as my cardio, like get my heart rate cranking, you know, get my blood pumping through my veins in my head, um, dripping sweat. I have to do that at least once a week. Um, I have to lift something heavy, whether that's myself or that's weights. Um, I have to stretch. I know that I have to pay attention to my body as I get older, that I have to do my range of motion and my rolling and my stretching. Um, and I've found that the yoga and the meditation pieces that are connected to that most frequently are really good for my body and my head. Um, and I have to pay attention to my lifestyle schedules. So if this is a week where I'm working a lot and my schedule stacks and I can't get in the workouts that I really want to, that's okay. Uh, there's another week coming. There's another day coming. You know, my, my plan each day is to work out and allocate specific amounts of time, but sometimes that doesn't happen and that's okay. I try not to beat myself up about it or, you know, start that self-deprecation. Like you should have worked out. It's not going to help anybody to get negative about yourself. Um, nutrition for me is probably the biggest constant. Um, I have found that I feel better when I eat better as much as I joke about the donuts because I will definitely eat a bacon double cheeseburger and a donut when it's put in front of me, but I don't put them in front of me very often because I like the way I feel when I eat smart. Um, I eat as clean as I possibly can. I subscribe to a percentage program, which was taught to me by Tony Horton, um, which is basically 
I'm good 80 to 20%, 80 to 90% of the time, you know, it's 80, 20 or 90, 10. So 80% of the food that I put in my body is really good for me. And I'm really happy about it. And it's delicious. Um, and I love it. And I'm happy, like a nom nom, you know, I'm <laughs> happy when I eat it. And I tell people, we want to strive for that. You want the food that you're eating to be something that you really enjoy. You shouldn't be choking down that shake. It's don't do that. <laughs> Make the shake out of something that you really like, you know? Um, so the water is a definite daily, tons of water. Um, they say it's better for hair growth. I'm a terrible example for that. <laughs> and uh, rest, rest. I'm a big proponent of getting enough sleep. So I get power naps on the days that I get up early. Um, I get to bed earlier than my fiance would like me to sometimes because I know I need my beauty rest. Um, so yeah, so balance. Consistency on top of all of that would be my most treasured recommendation because that's what the repeatable maintainable is. I could skip donuts for the next 90 days easily. It's probably been more than that since I had a donut actually, but I have to be able to keep doing that. You know, if I can eat salads for an entire week straight and that's a great lunch, but am I going to keep doing that? Probably not. Uh, I'll eat lots of vegetables. That's a definite. They're always in every meal, but it has to be consistent. And that's just about everything else that we talk about. You know, like if I refer somebody to somebody, then I follow up with that. Hey, how'd that go? You know, did you go? Are you going? Are you journaling? You know, when I talk to somebody about experimenting with new fitness habits, I follow up and ask, hey, are you still going to yoga? Are you still taking that dance class? You know, we have to find that balance. Air, consistency and adaptability. Yes. Yeah, huge. Lori, you were starting to say? Yeah, I wanted to talk about uh, the repeatable and maintainable where it works. Uh, in my line of work as a coach and a, a counselor, uh, we know that behavior doesn't really repeat itself unless somebody's getting something out of it. Even if it looks like a negative behavior, they're getting some kind of benefit. Otherwise, the brain just won't do it again. It doesn't <laughs> you know, buy in on some level. So um, I want to talk about the why, like why I know it's good for my health, but I like donuts. So like, you know, in terms of making this a meaningful ongoing thing, um, most of my workouts, I mean, I love after, but going in is hard, I'm tired. <laughs> you help the process immensely. So that, that's always uh, good and supportive. But the reason I go isn't always about getting healthier and stronger, it's having less pain when I oh, carry yeah. the groceries. I'm a massive grocery carrier now. I can do it without, you know, busting out my back or raking or things that are functional that I was just taking for granted were starting to hurt as I'm, I'm getting older. So for me, the why has been avoiding pain, but I want to talk more about the whys. What, what would make um, this all worthwhile? Even though I know it's good for me, logically I know this, but how do I make myself feel it or someone else who might be struggling with the, building this into their routine? Uh, same answer as far as why somebody would go see a therapist, you know, why I'd send somebody to you or to go spend some time with Shannon and draw and paint, you know, um, how do you feel? Cause for me, the initial conversations that I have when I do an initial free consultation with somebody, I ask them their why at the time mm -hmm. and what they're looking to achieve at the time. But then we, we use that as an ongoing process 
because like you just said, the realities and the ramifications, the positive ramifications or the negatives are going to come out during the process. Mm-hmm. Um, so you might think I'm doing this because I want to lose weight for the summertime, you know, or I want to get into better shape so that I can go for runs with my dog. But the real why is you want to feel stronger, like you just said, or the real why is you don't want to lose strength as you get older. Um, For me, the why for me is my grandfather's played golf into their 90s. I want to be Mm -hmm. able to continue to stay active and healthy and continue to play golf into my 90s. When Kirsten, my fiance, and I go on vacations, we do active stuff. Like we go scuba diving and we go hiking Mm -hmm. and I want to enjoy that experience. I want to have the capacity to enjoy that experience. So for me, the why is functional capacity, but it's a personal subjective thing. Each person is going to figure that out through conversations with me and an ongoing basis because that why is a short term and then a long term. And we have to talk about it. You know, we're going to, we're going to process it and we're going to figure it out and we're going to use it to set short term goals but then we're also use it to set two set long-term goals. I, I love that. Um, it, it's the, the collaboration of that mind, body, and spirit that gets that answer. Um, and, and I think that it's important to understand that everybody has both short-term and long-term goals, but they don't necessarily know what they are. Yeah. Um, and a big part of, what we all do is to coach people through those um, and to, to find those, you know, individual things, but everything starts with the, the heart and where you are in that and what you want out of it. Um, if you are not uh, significantly motivated by something, you're not going to continue to do it. Get, putting a bathing suit, putting on a bathing suit for the summer may seem like a significant motivation, but it's not when it's 5 a.m., um, and, and so you have to find that deep down, why am I doing this? And, and more importantly, why am I doing this forever? Right. And I think that's that mindset. When I changed my habits, um, you know, four or five years ago, it, it was a, an intent to change my lifestyle so that I could do that so that I could travel and do the things, um, and be around as physically capable for as long as physically possible. And I knew that I had to do things I didn't want to do. You know, when you mentioned earlier, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm a, a different approach when I'm in the group classes and that's accurate because, you know, that's one of the reasons we developed the, the you know, the, the Find Your Fit program was because I need to be engaged. I need it to be fun. I need it to be play. I want fitness to be play. I play beach volleyball or I did until all of this happened. I was even playing in the wintertime. And so for me, um, that's, that's what I want to do. It's very difficult for me to just go in and do a workout because it's good for me. I know it's good for me. A lot of things are good for me, but I have to have that deep, you know, seated motivation to get in there. Um, and there has to be a reason for it. And for me, that's motivation and that's understanding as well, because you have to understand how your body works and what you need as a person, as a, you know, as a body, what your body needs in order to achieve certain things. Um, And I think it's important for people to know that you're not going to get that in one place. Like, that's why we collaborate with each other. That's why we all have people that we refer and we send to, you know, other places. That's why we get together as a community and do things because it's important. Every person needs that connection. They need that different 
mindset and that different, um, they need to hear that different thing, see that different thing, react and do that different thing in order for something to resonate with them, in order for it to touch them in a, in a capacity that touches their spirit enough. For me, it has to touch my spirit, right? So I have to want to get to the gym in order to, to be able to climb, you know, the mountain when I'm 75. Well, it has to touch me there. I have to really want to do it, right? If I have two things in front of me, I'm going to choose which one speaks to my soul more. Now, I may do that more than the next person, but everybody does it on some level, in some capacity. And so that's where I think it's really important to understand that you need all of the things, but you need to find the things that speak to your heart and the real reasons why. And that's a journey. That's a process. It's not going to take one 30 minute consultation with Jason and he's got all the answers and everything's all good to go, right? It's going to be a 30 minute consultation to decide if this is a journey you want to take. That's what that's going to be. And that's the same, you know, I think for everyone, for everyone who's a coach or a healer um, in, in any capacity, that's what that is. We're all on this journey um, together. And as we close out this journey of this, um, this meeting that we're having today, I just wanted to ask, is there any kind of final thoughts that you want to get out there on um, some very specific things that people can do right now today that they can go out. They've just watched this and they're motivated and they're saying, okay, what can I do today? Give them something that they can do for them and then something that they can do to connect to you. That's easy. Uh, anything. <laughs> my, one of my key principles is uh, keep it simple. Uh, every little bit counts. So if you are motivated and you're feeling good, go for a walk, go for, go for a jog. But the biggest piece is talk to somebody about it. I would love for you to come talk to me, uh, but talk to a loved one, talk to a friend, have some accountability. Uh, your, your passion and your, your lifestyle, like we've been talking about here, um, like finding that which connects to your spirit will be there. It will become that, but you need help with it. You need accountability, you need consistency, and you need repeatable, maintainable habits. So there's, there's some processes there that are going to come into play, but every journey starts with one step. So if you're motivated, go for a walk, go do something, try something different, try a yoga class or try a Zumba, Zumba class. There's all kinds of, I mean, you can take anything for free right now online. So go try it. Or pay them. Or <laughs> I'm, pay, a, yeah. I'm a proponent of, of give, paying it forward if you can do that. Yeah, there's Absolutely. a lot of gifts out there right now, but I think it's important to re remind everyone that people are, we're all healers. So we're giving of our heart and we're doing a lot of things <laughs> out there, but there's a lot of beautiful services that if you have the capacity, yeah, yeah pay that forward. Absolutely. Laurie, did you have something you wanted to add? Um, I just want to say, Jason, that I appreciate your uh, kind of holistic approach. Um, and some of the homework that I get is about fitness, but sometimes you tell me to, to envision the life I'd like to live. And you, I remember the first time we met, you told me to write a paragraph about that. So um, it was head work, but it helped me set a different attitude for when I came to the gym. So I just love that you think bigger. And, and that's awesome. Well Thank it you. Works. <laughs> Thank you. Um, to answer your second question on that too, where you can find me is thrivetrainingteam.com, uh, Thrive Training Team on Instagram and Facebook or Jason Stevenson on Facebook, uh, free consultations. So just reach out if you have questions. Uh, you can shoot me an email at thrivetrainingteam at gmail.com. Uh, questions are always welcome. We're here for you.
And yeah, it's definitely pay it forward. The (laughs) sessions cost, um, but (laughs) consultations and questions are free. So information is free. It's not mine. I'm just sharing those that have come before me and given it to me. Absolutely. And uh, we'll go ahead and also uh, put some links. So if you're seeing this on uh, our Bring Joy Forward, in our Bring Joy Forward Facebook group, we'll also drop some links down in there. So Jason will pop in and and let you know where you can find them easily. Um, and we'll, we'll do that. And I want to just leave with this one thing. We talked about mindset. And I just want to um, challenge everyone to uh, switch their have tos to get tos. Um, so I don't want, I don't have to go to the gym, right? We're all quarantined right now. So nobody can go to the gym. So when this is all done, right, we want to hear a whole bunch of, I get to to. go into the gym now and get my workout on. (laughs) I like it. I like it. Thank you all very much for joining us today. Thank you guys. You've been listening to The Collaborative Couch with Lori Maynard and Shannon Tibbetts. For more adventures, visit bringjoyforward.com.